Okay, we're going to uh, read this morning from uh, Isaiah 50 and then from Luke 19. Now, we've got to remember, this was written in the 7th century B.C. You know, like 650 years before Christ. The Sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. The Sovereign Lord has opened my ears. I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who then will bring charges against me? Let us face each other. He was my accuser. Let him confront me. It's the Sovereign Lord who helps me. Who will condemn me? They will all wear out like a garment. The moths will eat them up. And now from the New Testament. Those who were sent ahead went and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They replied, The Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the colt, and put Jesus on it. And he went along, and as he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the, name who com- Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, If they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. Thank you, Greg. I'm going to come back down and greet you today. As long as my microphone keeps working. But no, Paul can stand between us today. It's you and I and worship. And who is Christ? Without Christ, Me and for all of eternity. But before he took the fall, God gave some rules. God laid out the law, didn't he? He gave the law to Moses. Moses had to go up on the mountain. Moses received the law and he went back down and seen the people already out of line. The law was given. Moses presents the law. like you and I, we realize that we do not, we cannot measure up to the perfection of our Lord and Savior, can we? We do not measure up to the perfection of God and who God is. Even Romans 3.20 tells us, what does it say? Therefore, no one, no one 
will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. The law doesn't even get the job done for us, even if we could follow it. But rather, it says, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. We begin to understand that we are a sinful people because the law tells us we are, because we can't follow it. We are lawbreakers. So we need Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, amen, because we are lawbreakers. So Christ... Our fall guy, our Savior, our Redeemer, God's one and only Son. He was God's Son and God's gift and God's gift to give to save you. Just like we as parents would do anything and give of our utmost ability to protect our own children and protect them from heartache and life's challenges. And even as they get older and become adults, there's just so many times the parents say, I wish I could do more. I wish I could help them. And we've all been there, and we've all experienced that. And as this Old Testament reading is Isaiah, the prophet, Isaiah, this prophet, a glimpse of Christ. Yes, almost 700 years before Jesus is even born, God is revealing to Isaiah, the prophet, these things. And the Holy Spirit is giving Isaiah this panorama view of the life of Christ. Continue to have read Isaiah recently, look at it, look at chapters 50 and 51, 52 and 53. Get, get the picture, get the view of it. And here in this the scripture reading for today, as I was looking at scholars and their thoughts and their readings, it's really talking about the person talking is Jesus. Isaiah is experiencing it. He's putting the words on paper, what's happening. But it is really Jesus saying all those things that I will be the servant with a capital S. You know, in Scripture, you read the names of Jesus or it says he or him. It's capitalized. Keep your eye open for it. And if you see that, you know it's about Jesus. These capital letters. So this capital S for servant, that is who Christ is. Servant, the servant. And as you look back at that scripture, those verses, he's just saying all the things that he's going to take upon himself. He's going to do it. He knows the Lord's going to be there with him. He knows the Lord's going to give him the strength to be that servant that the world needs, to be that Savior, to be that Redeemer. And God would see his son through it all because his son would be obedient through it all, obedient unto the cross. And the gospel there in Luke, verse 35, they brought it, the disciples brought it, the colt. Before Ann talks about where to go and where to get it, it comes. They bring it to Jesus. They throw their coats and and cloaks upon the back of the colt to be the, the saddle that Jesus would set on. And now what jumped out to me today, or as I was looking at this, is, what's it say? They threw their cloaks on the colt and put Jesus on it. It doesn't say Jesus went up and threw his leg over and climbed up there like John Wayne. It says they put him up there. They put him up there on the colt to ride the colt. 
not a stallion, not a war horse, not anything else, but the colt. You've heard many times, it had never been ridden, it was young, but yet it was the colt for Jesus to ride into Jerusalem. A borrowed colt. He didn't even own it. The disciples didn't own it. They had to borrow it. Christ. You don't know anything else, know this today, that he is the Son of God, and he was God's Son to be God's gift to give to you and to me for the whole wide world to be the Redeemer because Christ is our Redeemer. The dirty work Christ had to do. He had to do the dirty work. He carried it all to the cross. He carried all our sins, all of our mistakes, all of our humanness. Yes, the dirty work. He had to carry it all, and he carried it to the cross for you and for me, for everyone. Because of this, Christ is our Redeemer. Because of this, our sins can be forgiven if we want them to be, if we ask for them to be forgiven. And it is by our faith, your faith. I can't have your faith. I can't do it for you. You can't do it for your kids. Kids, you can't do it for mom and dad. But by your faith, we can receive God's redemption. By your faith, we can receive the full measure the full measure, full, can you say full with me? Full, the full measure of our deliverance that is needed. Sounds pretty exciting, doesn't it? To be fully delivered from the things of this world so that we can live for Jesus. That's what Christ is all about. That is why Christ is needed. Deliverance. Deliverance from worldly ways. Deliverance from bondage and brokenness. And the list goes on. Whatever, whatever you want to add to the list, whatever you're going to put in that basket, whatever you're going to bury this Friday, deliverance from it is available. Do you want it? Do you desire it? Is it that important to you? That you, like that man would cling to it at Matthew 13:44 that nothing else that he has matters but just to live and get to heaven and be an example for others to see Jesus. I pray that's what we will be as the church as Autobine as we go forward and I pray and I leave it in the Lord's hands. He does the holy work. He's the one that uses us to God be the glory. Let us pray. Oh Christ, you are our Savior, you are our healer, and you are alive. Thank you for, for who you are, Jesus, as you save and as you restore us. We give thanks to you, Father God, and we thank you, Jesus, for being our Lord and Savior, our Redeemer. May we place you up and before all things of this world just as the disciples picked you up and put you on that colt, on that glorious Palm Sunday. Father God, 
In your name I pray. Amen.